Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 168 of Jack Panda Speaks. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings, and it's at your risk, as always, to embrace the unknown with me here today. It's been a while, you know, the episodes nowadays seem to be far and spread apart. But I have a very exciting episode today to talk about a recent project that came out of the blue, which seemed like a manifestation of a dream we had about a year ago, me and Corinna at Sacred Food, which is a soup kitchen. It's called the Gozo Soup Kitchen because it's based on Gozo. <laughs> surprise, surprise. But basically, let's start at the beginning of the story. It's story time today because it's a beautiful story and it's quite surreal. About a year ago, me and Corinna had a dream of buying or renting or just getting a food truck that we could also sleep in and traveling around Europe whilst we rescue food, which means, you know, rescuing food from local grocery stores that's gonna be thrown out, um, stuff that would normally would be wasted um, us rescuing that and turning it into delicious soups um, and then driving around and feeding the homeless, feeding those in need, connecting with them and maybe filming some footage and sharing their story. Anyway, it was all about creating a soup kitchen on wheels. Um, we had the dream, we made some videos, we talked about it, we planted the seed, but you know, it just wasn't happening. It wasn't the right time for whatever reason. Um, so we let go because we were trying, we were trying, and it just wasn't happening. You just Sometimes you just have to let go of an idea because you realize that it's not the right moment or it's not practical or for whatever reason, it's just not the time. So we did. A year later, when we're obviously on a totally different page, we've forgotten about the dream. Like it's non-existent um, in our conscious mind, of course. We're, you know, we're full on busy with the new business, sacred food delivery, events, workshops, you name it, we're doing it um, and we're loving it. And suddenly we received this message from a lovely guy called James, um, who previously was running a business called the Magic School Bus, which is an awesome food truck that he would set up around the island and serve food from. Um, anyway. The story goes like this. He reaches out to us. We've never spoken before. And he says, hey guys, Sacred Food. Um, I like to talk to you because, you know, I have this food truck and I'm going to be leaving the country. I'm not sure what to do with it. Um, maybe I can rent it. Maybe I can sell it. Would you guys be interested in taking on the van in some shape or form? Of course, the initial response was, okay, it's from a business perspective, it didn't make much sense comparing it to the business model that we currently have as a food delivery business. Having a food truck didn't make sense from that angle as a business decision. Um, so we basically said, look, renting it or buying it isn't really going to work for us. But we had, you know, we had this dream last year because obviously it brought back it brought back the memory of this dream that we had a year ago of having a soup kitchen on wheels and traveling around Europe and feeding the homeless. 
So we said, you know, we can't really take it on as a business decision or opportunity because it doesn't look, it doesn't feel like one, especially now during the COVID regulations and hosting events, it's just not doable. And I don't think you're going to find anyone else that's going to take it on either. Um, but we had this dream last year of, of having this soup kitchen and he was like, ah, really? That's amazing. So funny enough, he'd, he also had, had had the same vision or dream for that winter. But he had an unexpected unexpected uh, situation happen, and he was, you know, leaving, going back to his country in Australia, and um, he wasn't going to be able to do the soup kitchen. But because we ha- we had that that synchronistic dream um, separately, but then when we we met each other, like, oh, we've got the same dream, you know. He's like, okay, cool. Maybe he he said to us, maybe I'll be up for like. Um, you just having the van like babysitting the van and using it for the food truck you know and it's like a collaboration and it's like he's donating the van for the for the soup kitchen and so we just started talking about the soup kitchen man it's like just out of the blue this was happening and we were like okay this is totally surreal but we're just gonna roll with it (laughs) um and before we knew it we were hosting we were scheduling the first soup kitchen we did we did one we thought, yeah, we'll just do one, see how it goes. It went really well. The response from the community was epic. We then went on to do the second and the third, and we scheduled the six-week, we said we'd do a six-week trial. We also had other people jump on board, helping out. Um, and by the time we'd reached week three or four, I can't remember, which was last week or the week before, Jane said, you know what? I'm not leaving. <laughs> um so we're doing the soup kitchen together. He's not leaving. We don't know what's going to happen in 2021. But basically the story that we want to share today is that magic happens, man. Like really. And if things are meant to happen, they will in the most unexpected ways. Like you can have a dream and miss it because you don't see it coming in a different form or shape. And, you know, this it's, it's a story that you can't even, this doesn't, it seems surreal because like, man, suddenly you've got this guy reach out to you and say, hey, do you want a food truck? And then suddenly you're doing a, a, a soup kitchen. <laughs> it's like, what? You know, and now we've you know, got this beautiful relationship with him and he's staying and he's making awesome bread. And and I feel like he's he's recovered inspiration. Like he's got this new inspiration for, for the bread. And, you know, for all I know, the soup kitchen could become a permanent thing here, you know, next year with his food truck. And it's so beautiful. And it did, it felt similar to many of many of the things that's happened with sacred food and how the business has directed itself. I say directed itself because it doesn't feel like we're directing it. It's happening. It's like it's God's work. Like the sacred food delivery happened because of COVID. We're, we respond. Like we're really good at responding. So we're like, okay, we're doing our thing. And then... When an opportunity comes, we respond. Obviously, we have a gut feeling and we have, sometimes it's a no, but sometimes it's a yes. And when it feels right, we jump at it. And we did. And this goes to show how things happen. Like, I have no idea how things happen. Things just happen. Like, people can go around saying, yeah, I manifested this, I manifested that. Um, manif- you can manifest things like this, you can manifest things like that. I'm like... Man, we had a dream. We we didn't. It didn't happen. We let it go, and then suddenly a year later, it happened. How can I say that I manifested that? It just sounds 
sounds totally surreal and na naive and disrespectful of the nature of reality because you know at the end of the day you don't exist you're just an idea and life is just happening through you you know when you really have that realization that you're not you don't really exist <laughs> you're just a thought you know jack is this a role it's just an idea it's just an identity that i'm playing i'm you know and whether you think that you're creating your life or life is being created for you at the end of the day it's the same thing you know, it's like the yin and the yang of life happening at the same time but without getting too philosophical about it yeah the gozo soup kitchen is alive it's happening business at sacred food has never been better we're moving house we're upgrading from a penthouse to a four-bedroom house. It's an amazing deal. It's in the middle of, by well, the middle of nature. It's kind of in the middle of nature. It's got farmland around it. Who knows what? I have no idea what sacred food is going to become in twenty twenty one. All I know is that this this house came out of nowhere as well. You know, and we went to see it and we just fell in love and it's happening. So and it's unfurnished, so we don't have any furniture. And we're moving into this house with nothing. It's going to buy the basics and then just. Yeah, commit to it as a long-term project. Um, life really is unpredictable. This year has showed us that more than ever. I feel like I personally had a lot of training during my during my nomadic years. I was living day to day and in a very unpredictable manner, and that's why people found it found it hard to deal with me or relate with me because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know where I'm going to be next month. You know, and even though now I've got this solid routine, which I'm loving, by the way, there's a lot of freedom in routine, which I used to judge um, that, you know, in routine was boring and I used to judge other people and blah, blah, blah. I was like seeking this freedom in my nomadic uh, lifestyle. Anyway, that's another story. And I've totally gone off track and forgot what I was saying. Um... I was saying that even though I've got a solid routine, life is still unpredictable. It's still out of my control. It's still, um, it's still just happening. It's like, yeah, I can have my solid routine. I can say, you know, I want to do this with the business. But at the end of the day, you're not going to make the final decision. Even if you think you are, the circumstances, the universe, the people, and of course you that play a role in that, are gonna unfold in a very unpredictable and spontaneous manner. And of course you play your role, but at the end of the day, you don't control all of the variables. You don't even control, you don't even control your own mind. So let go of the idea that you are creating your life and you're in control. And, and you know, I'm a perfectionist myself and I try and manage and control and the outcome of, you know, of certain things when I'm doing delivery, you know, during, like, in my work, I'm very, very much a perfectionist. But when things like the food truck happens or this house that's just come out of nowhere and it just fits perfectly the needs of us and the business right now, it's like, pff, I couldn't have planned any better, of course, because when you're in the flow and you just surrender, it's like things just happen how they're meant to happen, you know? And it's not spiritual, it's not, oh, I'm a conscious creator, and it's not, it's not all this new age bullshit, it's just life. Life happens. Life is happening with or without you. You know, so... Yeah. 
I'm not saying I'm always in the flow. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. And when mm. I'm not in the flow, I can feel it. It's painful. It's it's tense, you know. It's, it can be painful. And that's part of life as well, right? It's the yin and the yang, the, the dance between flow and non-flow, whatever. So at the end of the day, I'm talking a load of nonsense anyway because life is life and life will continue to be life and that's it. And there's no more to study or know about it. Um, or is there? <laughs> and I think I'm going to leave it here because it's nearly 13 minutes. Um, I'm glad I recorded this because I haven't recorded one for a while. I really wanted to pinpoint this magical year and the soup kitchen. And yeah, just needed to yeah share it to whoever you are, whoever's listening to this. You might be listening to this in 10, 20 years time. Um, but uh, yeah, just putting it out there. Sending you love wherever you are in the world. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope it inspires you. Um, and I'll speak to you again soon. Ciao for now.